0: Can you believe it? We're three episodes away from episode 100. We're gonna to have to do something special for episode 100. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm already gonna be thinking about it because this is just phenomenal. 100 days in God's word together. Um, what, what a blessing it is, church. And so uh, I'm thankful for this time. Today's reading in episode 97, Planted by the Living Waters, comes from Judges chapter two, um, verse one through five, and then also Psalm 136. And that's where we are in our reading plans. We just started the book of Judges. And uh, we're continuing to go through our Psalms as well, but I want you to catch what happens in Judges. So so the people have been given their land and they're going in there, but each um, people group there, each each of uh, the tribes, the 12 tribes um, are going into their land and they're told to to um, take over the land, to, to co- take completely over it, knock down all the altars and knock, and, and rid the people so that they'd, they'd be able to take God's land that they had been promised. However, we are just told in chapter one that hardly any of them did it. Um, all of them go in and they leave the Canaanites there. Their Canaanites remain, Canaanites remain, Canaanites remain. We see this over and over and over again. And then chapter two comes where God speaks to uh, the people of Israel for this very reason. He says, then chapter two, verse one says, then the angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bochum and said, I led you up from Egypt and brought you to the land which I swore to your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you and you shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You shall tear down the, their altars. But you have not obeyed my voice. Why have you done this? Therefore, I also said, I will not drive them out before you, but they shall be thorns in your side and their their gods shall be a snare to you. So it was when the angel of the Lord spoke these words to all the children of Israel that the people lifted up their voices and wept. And they then called the name of that place Bokum and they sacrificed there to the Lord, which Bokum literally means weeping. They called the place weeping. And I think initially we could say, man, how can the Israelites not listen here and, and uh, um, get on that whole case? But again, think about this. So we do the exact same thing. We we um, are told to obey the Lord and, and to, to do that um, uh, wholeheartedly. But how often do we um, do that with a faint heart? How often do we do that just halfway we know he's telling us to do something we go that direction but we don't go all in how often do we um not protect ourselves from the things around us that that draw our attention away from the lord that's the whole principle here is is these people are are going to mix in with them and so god calls them thorns how many thorns do we have in our life that keeps us from from obeying god that that snares us up i mean we have uh, these exact same things and so maybe this is where you are today I just wanted to come before you and say, maybe you're in a place where you're calling it weeping and you're weeping before the Lord and and, and you, you feel desperate and uh, you, you're repenting because you know that that you've not obeyed. And that's the first step is, is just repentance. Just saying, God, I'm so sorry. But then I want you to catch what we learn in Psalms our in that place of weeping, in that place that you may be where, where um, you, you may not have been wholehearted and, and obedient to the Lord, I want you to hear something. It says in Psalm 136, and you'll catch it very quick, it says it over and over and over again. Psalm 136 says O oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever O oh, give thanks to God of gods for his mercy endures forever O oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords for his mercy endures forever to him who alone does great wonders for his mercy endures forever to him who by the wisdom made the heavens for his mercy endures forever to him who laid out the earth and the waters for his mercy endures forever to him who made great lights for his mercy endures forever to the sun the sun to rule by day for his mercy endures forever. The moon and stars to roll by night, for his mercy endures forever. To him who struck Egypt in their firstborn, for his mercy endures forever, and brought out Israel, from among them, for his mercy endures forever, with a strong hand and with him an outstretched arm, for his mercy endures forever. To him who divided the Red Sea to two, his mercy endures forever, and made Israel pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endures forever, but overthrew Pharaoh and his army in the the Red Sea, for his mercy endures forever. To him who led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endures forever. To him who struck down great kings, for his mercy endures forever, and slew famous kings, for his mercy endures forever. Sihon, king of Amorites, for his mercy endures forever and all King of Bashan for his mercy endures forever and gave their land a heritage for their mercy his mercy endures forever. A heritage to Israel's servant for his mercy endures forever. Who remembered us in our lowly state for his mercy endures forever and rescued us from our enemies his mercy endures forever who gives food to all flesh for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of heaven for his mercy endures forever." Did you hear it? 26 times for his mercy endures forever. And all the other parts of the psalm is just walking through the faithfulness of God from the very beginning. God has been faithful from creation all the way to their deliverance, all the way up to judges where they have been given their land and the Canaanites even dwell in the midst of it. God is still merciful and faithful and leading them just like it says in judges he will not break his covenant even though there's snares and even though there's thorns that's going to be in their side because of their disobedience god is still faithful to them and therefore his mercy endures forever can you just hear me out Maybe, again, you're in that place where you know you haven't obeyed God. You know that you you have done it faint-heartedly, if you have, and you've not went all in to the point in which you know He's calling you, and you have wept over it because you've repented and turned from it. But I want you to know, don't stay in that place of weeping, because God's going to take you from that place of weeping and continue to show you that He is the faithful God, that He is our faithful God. He's going to deliver you and com- completely keep His covenant with us. And we have a new covenant in Jesus Christ. We have a beautiful mercy that comes through the cross. And so let me just tell you, friend, his mercy endures forever. Do you wanna hear it again? His mercy endures forever. His mercy is good enough for you today in the midst of whatever you're sitting in today. His mercy endures forever and what your thoughts are right now the struggles you're battling the the conflicts the challenges his mercy endures forever the defeat you may feel the loneliness the anxiety the depression all of those things that may be coming against you i want you to hear me when i tell you his mercy endures forever whatever it is you're up against in your career or in your home life in your marriage or with your children i want you to hear that his mercy endures forever friends god is merciful and his mercy is towards you today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your mercy. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.